Check, check. What's going on, y'all? So really quick, we're doing things a little bit different today. Um, I just want to make sure the audio and everything is good uh, on my end. Whoops. And um, make sure that there's no buffering and that you guys hear me and see me clearly. Hold on one second here. While that's going to, I'm going to. I'm also live on Instagram. So I'm live on Instagram and YouTube. And we just want to make sure things aren't buffering. How's it going, uh, IG? How's it going? So I'm putting the number in here. Three. So that way, if people on IG want to call into the show, you can call into the show as well. But we're just checking the stream, make sure everything's going good. And then we're going to start the intro in a second here. Today, we're talking about love language. We're getting into the love language. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. Oh, we getting to the bottom. So you want to make sure you tune in and you want to tell your peoples to tune in as well because um, we, oh, we getting into it. So you can call in IG, 888-775-3773. You can call in from anywhere, right? And YouTube, YouTube chat, you guys already know the deal. You can call in as well. So we are about to get into it shortly. How's it looking over there? So far, so good? So far, so it said an excellent collection, but it clicked, it clicked back to no data for a second. Okay. Okay, I think that so far so good. We're going to get right into the intro, and then we'll get started with the show. Here we go. What is going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. Amazing stuff. It is Tuesday. That means we're live on YouTube and on Instagram. Amazing stuff. Really quick, before we get started, hit that like button, smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Do it now. As I make these announcements and get these announcements out the way. Topics to be covered. Interesting stuff. So last week, or not last week. I'm so used to saying last week. But yesterday, what did we talk about? We talked about, let me just make sure everything's good over here. Yesterday, we talked about uh, chasing women, right? Uh, I had a, a show planned, but it just didn't work out that way. We end up just going based off of what the callers wanted to talk about. And yesterday we talked about why we shouldn't chase anybody. Nobody should chase anybody. You know what I mean? Men should not chase women. If you chase a woman, you're going to end up right in hell. Reason why is because you're supposed to let the natural process happen. Let it happen. Let it be added on to you. Let it. Let life just be what it needs to be and let go. 
that's the best way to go about all things. So that way, when it comes to you, the opportunity comes to you till death do you part. You don't want to rush things because you'll rush to get right into a toxic situation. And we don't want that, right? So we talked about that. Um, the last two episodes, actually, we got into that. Today, by request, we are talking about love language. What is your love language? I'm going to tell you mine. <laughs> I may lose uh, some, some of my viewers based off of this topic today. I think all my male viewers is about to log out. But if they're smart, they're going to stay in and maybe get some insightful information that they could probably use and maybe get them a, a real wife. So you want to make sure you stay. Come on. At least hear me out. You know what I mean? So we're going to get into love language. Um, it is a talk show, so you can call in at any point, 888-775-3773, and we can talk about the topics at hand or previous shows, whatever you want to talk about. Um, and if the, if it's a good conversation, it may end up derailing the, uh, the topic at hand, which, I mean, not today. We're getting the love language, but the point is you can call in and we can talk and um, we just go with the flow of the show, Okay. Uh, if you can't call in, but you still have a question or comment and just want to support the show, you can uh, super chat by clicking the super chat button in the chat box there or go directly to buymeacoffee.com slash TV. The link is in the description and there you can uh, support the show and send your question or comment. Right. On Buy Me A Coffee, they do take a less percentage. So there's more of a percentage of the donation that goes to the show opposed to going to the platform. So um, Buy Me A Coffee does take less of a percentage, but I, you know, I, I'm grateful to YouTube for allowing me to even receive uh, donations and even have the, be on the platform. So whatever is convenient for you, I'm all for it. And I appreciate the, the support and your question and comments thus far. And I will read those live on the air. Um. Amazing stuff. Let me just type a note real quick. Um, so, um, yeah, love language, right? Because this is a topic that I definitely, um, this is something that is pushed a lot right now. And... I think that um, there's some truth in what's being talked about when it comes to this topic, right? Um, but I think that things get a little bit distorted as soon as it meets it, it reaches the mainstream media, right? And what I mean by mainstream media is like not mainstream media, but when it re reaches the surface, right? When it becomes popular in society. I think it becomes a little bit distorted on the way. There's a lot of truth in these things, but I want to, like, break it down some more. So when do we hear about love language? What, do we, what are the things that love people like um, therapists and uh, all these different, like, psychologists, these different experts have done, like, studies on these things? And I necessarily don't even agree with studies all the time because that necessarily doesn't always even define the truth about things you know what I mean so 
I'm not a, just a believer in just trust the experts because sometimes the experts don't know what they're talking about. They all, they have it up here, but they don't have it in here. You know what I mean? So you don't want to just believe the experts, right? So what I want to do is kind of break down what I believe the root of these things really mean, aside from the studies and the the science and all these things that are put into these things. But love language, what is that? Well, they break it up into five languages, I guess. And one of them, the first one is words of affirmation. I should have I should have had the the picture to go with it, but that's okay. Next time. Words of affirmation. Number two is uh so words of affirmation is like compliments, right? So like letting the person know that um you mean a lot to them, they're special to you, or stuff like that, right? Like like compliments. That's words of affirmation. That's one love language. Another love language is quality time. So some people like to spend quality time with their significant other, and that time um, means a lot to them. It makes them feel good. So um, that's one of their love language, quality time. A third one is acts of service. And I think this one is more so like um, doing something nice for somebody. So say if, like, your significant other is sick and you go take care of them. You know, that means a lot to them and they appreciate that because for whatever reason, they're used to being taken care of or whatever, right? That's their love language. They appreciate that act of service. The fourth one is gifts. People like to be given gifts, right? Money or, or like, you know, whatever, uh, whatever it may be. They love to be showered in gifts. That's what makes them feel good. And then the fifth one and the last one is physical touch, right? Um, whether it be a hug, whether it be holding the hands, whether it be a kiss, whether it be, you know, intimacy, uh, whatever that may be, some people appreciate that for whatever reason. Not for whatever reason, but for the sake of what they're used to, what they're familiar with. So I understand all these five things. I understand them, and I understand why um, society has has pushed it. Um, and what it is to me is just a general idea of what people like and what people are interested in. But it's not the root. It's not the root of the what love language really is. Like I said, these are just generalizations to help you categorize um, your situation so you can try to be better, right? But it's not really solving the problem. You know what I mean? It's not really understanding, getting to love, what love actually is, right? And it's trying to. That's what this, this, this graph of these different things, it's trying to help you get there, but it's not really getting to the root. And I want to get to the root. So scratch all this love language thing. Everything you learned about physical touch, gifts, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, scratch all that. Throw it away, right? 
because you want to get to the real deal. And if the Lord is willing, we're going to get to the real deal. So from my experience and what I've learned, and I'm still learning, so I can always be wrong or I may not have everything, all the details correct, but this is just what I see and what I believe is that from my experience, um, when you get with somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody, it could be anything, right? It could be friendships, it could be family, whatever, but let's talk about relationships, boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife, is that there is a beauty about truly discovering um, who that who that person is, getting to know them, right? And these love these five love languages get rid of that you know what i mean because there's a there's a beauty of actually from a a blank canvas getting to know somebody and discovering certain things about them that that help the relationship grow and that's what always been the case to the end of time from the beginning of time to the end of time is you just discover these things. And um, as you discover these things, it gave you more insight to how to properly approach the relationship, how to learn, how to deal with, how to deal with the person. And it becomes fun when you um, are getting to know somebody and then you have those moments of where you maybe you guys argue or you guys disagree, right? Or something is like off and you're trying to figure out what is going on. I don't understand. Why did he or she say that, right? When it becomes fun when you reflect on the situation, at least for me, this for me. You reflect on the situation and you try to break it down. You try to understand what's going on. Like why why did they why do they feel that way? Or why do they think this? And you start to like break down what's going on. And as you're doing that, then you start to understand more like, oh, I see it's because of this. Oh, she was acting. I said this and that was what triggered this and blah, 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 blah. A lot of people, especially men, would say um, you shouldn't think that much into the situation. You shouldn't, like, um, be trying to figure these things out. I disagree. I disagree. Because I think that it's most beneficial, especially if you're interested in somebody, it's most beneficial if you take the time to properly understand what's going on, your situation, the dynamic. How are we going to move forward in this and actually solve these problems? I think a lot of issues that come in relationships come from um, not trying to solve the problem, sweeping the problem underneath the rug. But I enjoy, I enjoy solving the problem, getting to the bottom of it. I like knowing. I like being in the knowing of things. And, yes, it can be bad if you get stressed out and you're overwhelming yourself with trying to figure things out. No, it shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't overdo anything, right? But you should be putting a certain amount of work in naturally, without force, but naturally to understand that person, right? And as you're understanding them, 
Um, then you start to understand where they come from, what their interests are, the things that they do, the why they act the way they act. And from there is where you discover the love language that they're used to, right? And, but in the proper way, and I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I hope I'm making sense right now. Um, my love language is English, says Jose. <laughs> but I'm going to give you a couple of examples, okay? And you guys can tell me what you think. I just want to get the message clearing out the way, and then we'll, like, take some calls, and I'll talk to you guys in the chat here, maybe get to some super chats and go from there. But I'm going to give you guys two examples. So uh, I was dating a girl, right? I was dating a girl. And um, I was um, just being myself. She was being herself. And as I was being myself, you know, I was joking around. I was joking around a lot. And I like to joke around with people. I just like to, I just, I just enjoy making jokes, right? And I never realize if it's too far or not. Like, I don't think, like, sometimes I don't. I don't have the filter of understanding what is in a, like what's too far and what's not like what's insensitive and what's not. I'm cause I'm in my mind. I'm like, it's a joke, right? Whether it's there's truth in it or not. I'm just joking and having fun. But when I'm joking, when I was joking with her, I was joking in the way of being flirtatious, right? It was just like, you know, like the, in school, like in grade school when you're younger, how like you would like hit the girl a little bit and that was your way of flirting, right? Like you were kind of mean to her a little bit and that was that was the flirtatious way you went about it. That's what how I was going about it with this with this girl. And it was just innocent and fun to me. But at one point she took it what I said personal. And like it bothered her. And I was like, that's interesting. And she was like, you just joke around too much. And I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that it was a problem. Right? Because I'm having fun. And I'm thinking she's having fun. But at one certain thing I said, it bothered her. So then I thought about it. I'm like, dang, why does, I don't understand. Why is that? bother her why is it she affected by that when I'm joking is that she didn't understand the language I was that I was sending off to her she wasn't thinking it from the perspective of he likes me this is why he's joking around with me she was thinking more of like I don't like what he said that bothered me right she was taking it personal but if she understood my my language in this situation then she would have realized that it's not real. It it wasn't intentional. I wasn't meaning any harm. That's just the way that I flirt. Right. But she didn't see it that way. So that's one example of understanding the other person. And it's not so much about these five categories of love language, but it's so much more about like, that's the language that I know how to be fun and flirty with with the with the person I'm dating. Right? So that's the language that has to be understood by somebody else. And 
same thing when it comes to to her, right? I also had to understand that she doesn't like that all the way, right? Because she she used to joke around too, right? She jokes around too. But I had to understand that she also doesn't like too much of it. And that's part of her language, right? She She may not come from that. So now you start to understand and then you start to reflect on a situation and you just try to, and it's not about five categories. It's about just getting to know the person and discovering the things that the do's and don'ts and all these things. And at that point, it's not like you need to be walking on eggshells, right? Because if you're walking on eggshells, you guys probably just aren't meant to be together. But the point is respect at the same time. So I'm not going to be like, well, you just don't understand me. Bye. No. Right? I'm not just going to leave because she just can't accept me. I'm going to also be respectful to her. Right? And realize, like, okay, if I joke too much, that bothers her. And have the respect. Right? And I think there comes a level of respect that needs to be there while understanding the person instead of just saying, well, she just doesn't understand me and I can't be myself. I'm going to leave. You know what I mean? So I think there's a fine line from just learning each other and working with each other in that way, especially if you're interested and you want to see where it goes. My second example um, <laughs> we got some, uh, callers calling in. Interesting. My second example is, uh, one of my students that I teach, I teach, uh, young kids. One of my students had a young, uh, female and, um, she, uh, was a young black girl and she came from a black home, black family. And she was always very like, um, rude, right? And she would say certain things, but every time she would speak, it would just have this like rude tone, right? And a lot of black, typically a lot of uh, black people have that tone, right? That rude tone. And to me, I was always thinking like, you know, this little girl got an attitude. I always think she'll have an attitude. And I would always like correct it. Not always, right? But I would correct it. And she wouldn't change it. And I'm like, she just has an attitude. But after a while, I realized that that 99% of the time she didn't have an attitude. That's just all the only way she knows how to speak. She don't know how to speak any other way because her mom has that same demeanor. Her family has that same demeanor. So she doesn't know how to uh, to conduct herself in a certain way to make it proper in public, right? But I didn't understand that. I didn't take the time to understand that. Um, so that's just her language. That's her language. And within her heart, at times, 99% of the time, she probably meant totally well. But to me, I'm thinking like, wow, she just, she got a little attitude problem. And sometimes she did, but 
It's not the point. So that's what love language is, in my opinion. I'm going to finish. I'm going to make my point about what the ultimate way to go about love language is. And to simplify it, to make it way simpler than these five vague generalizations of what love language is. I'm going to end it off with that, but I want to take a break from talking and get to some calls because I think we got some interesting calls. How are you doing, chat? Am I making sense? And Zorok90 says, just be patient with these girls. That's it right there, too. That's it right there, too. Being patient. And if anything that teaching young kids has taught me is patience. Man. Um, But let me get to some calls. And then I'm going to finish that message. And I think I have another example, personal example. And I know you guys love to hear them personal examples. Nosy. Just kidding. Uh, Let me go to Kaya out of North Carolina. Kaya, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Joel. How are you? Good. How are you doing? All is well. Thank you. Right on. Um, so the the love languages. Yeah. You're talk you're talking about the five love languages that uh people in, in these I don't know, attributes, I don't know what to call them. This is what makes them feel loved, correct? The five things that I, I spouted off in the beginning about how the world Well, views I missed it? the beginning, but I, I'm oh. talking about love languages. Like there was an author who wrote a book about it. Yeah. Um, there's been all kind of seminar. Yeah, like there's affirmation, acts of kindness, exactly. quality time. I touch. broke all those down in the in the beginning of the show. So I just went over those five. Yeah. And I, right. I I mentioned just really quick, just so you have context, I mentioned that those are just general generalizations, but they're they don't go to the root of what the love language actually really is. But go ahead. Okay. So would the root of a love language or what makes a person feel loved, isn't that going to stem from everything, ego and emotion? Isn't that where it all comes from? Not exactly. Course, no? Well, what do you think? Tell me what you think and I'll tell you what I think. Well, the reason I draw that conclusion is because I, I've, I've been on, I've heard of this stuff for a long time. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, there's even been things when I was in church where they would tie it into marriage classes. And um, they would basically tell you to figure out or to be uh, aware of what the love language of your spouse is, your children, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the purpose of that is so that you can cultivate a feeling in that person. So you can give them something to show them, yes, I do love you. Yes. And so my question comes from, isn't that all ego and emotion? Yes. So, right. so the, the, go, ahead. Uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, finish your point. No, no, you go, you go. I was going to say that, yeah, those generalizations, those five generalizations, that's why I said in the beginning to scratch that stuff, because it's not at the root of what people really need. So, like, the quality time, all that do, all that's going to do is make you feel better. The words of affirmation, all that's do is just going to feed your ego. The gifts feed your ego. All those things feed your ego. Mm-hmm. but they um, don't actually get to the root. The root is understanding, 
understanding. And what the world does is they give these five things, like you're saying, these books of like these five things, but that's not giving a person an understanding of the person they're with, their husband or wife, right? That's just right, making but, them feel, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I get all that and I agree with that, but I I don't really agree with what, how the way that you're yeah. turning it into this other thing, like okay. understand the person, because that implies that we have all these different realms to be understood. That's not even really true. Like the example with your girlfriend, your past relationship, yeah. where the girl's like, oh, he plays too much and she's getting offended and you're yeah. taking it like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't play so much. But the truth is maybe she should look at herself to see why she's so offended by this man that she knows loves her or, you yeah. know, she's following or whatever. That's That's something within self. It's not really this whole... Well, that's just how I grew up, and da, da, da. that's still believing that those things can't be overcome. And I don't really think it's just even that complicated. Well, it's you both. Know, like, uh, well, no, no, go ahead. Let me chime in really quick. Um, good point that you're making, but it's both, though. It's both. It's that the person should learn how, in my opinion, the person should learn how to not take it offensively, and the person should not um, let that be indicative of who that person is, right? But at the same time, considering what people have been through, considering that not every some people are just sensitive as they're overcoming their sensitivities, so you still want to be respectful to their situation, right? You don't want to just be like, well, you need to overcome this, so I'm just going to say what I want, even though I know you don't like it. You just need to overcome. Like, yeah, that's well, true. That's true. They right. do need to overcome, but then they're still also like, okay, well, let, I can still be respectful and understanding that, you know, what I said. And what do you mean by when you say be respectful? Does that mean change the truth because this person isn't at a place where they can accept it? What is, oh, what is good. being respectful good point. look like? Good point. I think that in great point actually Kaya I think that in in when it comes to speaking the truth let's say for example speaking the truth let's just say you realize something that is true and you see an opportunity the right opportunity to tell this person about it and you tell them and they get offended by it that's a great that's offense sometimes is good right sometimes it's good to shake them up and you say it, especially if you see to say it and you let that be and let them deal with it how you de- how how they deal with it my example, though, is um, if I'm joking around, let's just say I joke around too much and say something that they didn't like or whatever the case is, then I can like, okay, choose the battle. I don't have to hold on to being funny offensively just because um, she needs to overcome being um, offended, if that makes sense. It does, and that's why I'm wondering, like, is it sounds so complicated to me to have to even put it in that manner. Like if me and you are friends right? and like me, I have a big forehead. Right. And if you're constantly ragging on me, like, man, Kaya is a Chrome dome. Da, 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 da. And one day I'm just not in the mood. Right. And now I tell you, Hey, Joel, sometimes you play too much and you really cut me deep with that last joke. It reminded me of my childhood. And now I'm on a tangent, right? I, my trauma's coming up. Yeah, that's really not on you being funny because you're my friend and I know you're funny and I know I have a big forehead. What's the big deal? You know what I'm saying? It's it's not. But see, but see, that's a perfect example is that realistically, realistically, if I say that to you and it bothered you every time I say it. Right. 
yeah, you Kaya should work on overcoming being offended by that because it's a silly thing, right? But at the same time, doesn't mean that Kaya's going to wake up in the morning and she's no longer offended, but yet uh, Joelle but what kind can of say... what friend is Kaya if the whole time she took on a friend who secretly she's been offended every time he made this joke? So that means one day she's going to blow up and be like, oh, I'm questioning this whole friendship because you're right. you're really too funny all the time. Well, not you know every I mean? time. It's well, just, not, not, not every... I don't want to... I'm not saying every single time. I'm not saying, like, the guy shouldn't have to completely change... The friend shouldn't have to completely change who he is in order to fit... To, for us in the name of respect no there's there's a point where you know like okay i gotta walk away from the situation because i really just can't be myself i'm just saying like okay if kaya had a, a problem with the forehead thing and uh yeah she knows that she should not be sensitive but i'm just gonna you know watch my tongue about that certain situation because it might it might bother her it's just a respect thing because it's not like you're gonna tomorrow be overcome this this um whatever sensitivity about the your your thing your, the forehead thing so it, as a yeah, good friend in my I don't opinion mean to be combative i just I no, don't no 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 that's great that, but i maybe i just have to see it because it just seems like somewhere it's going to take for one person you you call it respect right. but it almost seems like you have to be fake in a way and i don't mean fake like like a fraud. I don't mean it like yeah, that. Yeah. But when you get into having to filter yourself, uh, I guess it just depends on the, the relationship and the situation. Okay, and I'll, I'm also a woman. And yeah. so I, I take things. I'll give you, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm just looking okay. at it. Like if I'm in a relationship yeah. and I still, I guess I could see yeah. it that way, but I don't know. Something about it is not clear to me. So I, I, I just I, wanted to chime in and disagree, but no, no, I appreciate you know, maybe it. I just don't see it. No, no, I appreciate it. And like I said, it's a conversation is in, I'm, I'm, I love the fact that you disagree because it makes me think as well. And I could be wrong as well, but let me make this while I have you on the phone and then I got to move on um, to some other callers. But let me make this last point is I'll give you an example and you can let me know what you think. Um, there was a, a time where a friend of mine, um, um, who was a female would say, um, like she grew up a certain way, for example, she grew up a certain way to where like cuss, like, you know, with her friends and stuff, her, her other girlfriends, they would cuss and say all these things. They would cuss at each other and, and use these words to each other. Right. And I didn't come from that type of stuff so to me I didn't I didn't like it so one time she had said something to me and uh she she referred to me using a cuss word so I'm trying to give the best examples possible I, she, I'm tracking yeah I'm you know what tracking. I mean she referred <laughs> yes. to me but she used it like um in a cuss word and to me and I think in general but to me it's not that I took it personal my feelings were hurt it was just like I don't want you to I don't want to be addressed that way. It just it was it felt disrespectful to me. But to her and her friends, they call each other that name all the time and they use that cuss word to the, to each other and they don't take anything by it. They think it's fine, but to me I just seen it as a it's disrespectful. Like I wouldn't go around and say that in front of nobody's parents or in front of nobody's family and use it that way. And it's like a level of 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 respect to me. So well, I agree with that because that's that's a matter of right and wrong. If if people are calling you other than your name and it's derogatory, 
it's right to correct them. It's not really about, oh, I need to be understanding because they're hood and they grew up like that. It's right to tell them, I'm a man, don't call me whatever word that we're not going to say that you're using. Right. But so, so I get that. But in that example, you would need to do that as a man, you know, and not hold back and be understanding as you're calling it. But I think that that's just, it's just a sign. It's just respect though. I don't want to be, I shouldn't be called that because to me that's disrespectful. But I also shouldn't be like, oh, this person's a bad person. No, that's the, that's what she grew up thinking it was okay. You know what I mean? And right, I agree. No reason to judge, but definitely correct. I totally so agree with that. Those are the point, but those are the point. Those are the examples that I mean within the person you're dating in the relationship is that those certain boundaries you have to understand, but also um, correct when they need to be, just based off of respect. Like if I'm laughing, if I'm joking around with her too much, using the same exact example, if I'm joking around and um, she feels this certain joke is too far, then out of respect, just like I just out of the word, the B word or whatever the word that's being used, out of respect in the same way, um, she can just be like, hey, I just I don't like that, blah, blah, blah. And then you just take it in as that. So I think it's just respect for me. Opposed okay. to Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, it not yet, but you right. know, that's okay. <laughs> Fair enough, Kaya. I appreciate that's you okay. calling in it. Great yeah, point. I appreciate you taking it. Thanks. Have a good one. All right, man. Oh, not Bye. ma'am, but... <laughs> That's okay. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, Kaya. Uh, woman. I'm so used to saying man because I usually get male callers and I'm like, bye, man. See you later, man. But uh, I respect um, Kaya for calling in and being honest about her perspective and standing on it. I love conversations like that because you're able to you know, give your opinion and they um, can receive it and swing back a little bit. Like, it's just nice conversation. So I respect uh, conversations like that. Oh, what do I do? I know the chat's probably cooking me right now. Joelle, what you talking about? You sound crazy. Beta... But that's okay. Communication. Somebody on Instagram says communication. Um, no be for real says we understand. Does that need to be? Huh. And Instagram, if you guys want to call in and, and make your points more clear here, you can do that. 888-775-3773. That's what I'm saying. Perfect example. But the other person would also have empathy. Um, I don't know if you're no B for real. Are you agreeing with Kaya or are you agreeing with me about the the subject? I can't tell. Anyway, let me get to one more call and then I'm a I'm a sent bring the message home if the Lord is willing. Let me go to Gray out of Los Angeles. Gray, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, Jay? How you doing? How's it going, man? Chilling, chilling, chilling. So, um, yeah, love language, and I was thinking about it while I was on hold. And basically, to me, love language is, is uh, when a girl tells you she has a love language, she's telling you she has trauma, and mm. she's saying, she's saying, "Hey, 
this is how I need to be loved because everyone who's come before you has done it the wrong way. So if you move a certain way and it's the wrong way, you're going to remind me of my exes. So you need to do it like this. That's my love language. I, what do you think about that? I, I agree to a, I agree in general because that's yeah. true. That definitely is what happens. And I guess that people can say that I'm complicating things by adding like a caveat to that. Yeah. But it's like, yes, that's true. It's like there's certain things that people have been through that they shy away from. And if you remind them of that, they don't want that. They want the thing that makes them feel good, which is true. Yeah. And that shouldn't be the case. But I think in that situation, that person needs to work on overcoming those issues and not not wanting people to cater to them, but overcome them. But in the in the process of overcoming those issues, I think that it's okay for a friend or another person to be aware of that and understand that and just be able to know when and when not to say certain things. Now, I'm not saying don't speak the truth and don't give it when it needs to be given and make it soft. I'm not saying that, but just at times knowing when to choose those battles and not step where you don't need to if you don't have to, if that makes sense, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes, I agree. And I also agree with, you're right, you have to have understanding. You just can't say because this person is a certain way that, okay, I'm going to just move on my own business, you know? Say that last part again, sorry. Hold on, give me, give me one second, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, what I said is I agree with you, too, that, you know, just because... Um, I'll give you a quick example of what yeah. you were trying to say, because I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I was So I was on a date, and, you know, this is the first day we, we were ever on. We went to go eat. I think it was Thai barbecue or something. And I was just, you know, we were kind of, like, flirting back and forth. And then I tell her, you know, you know it's like, maybe one day you could come over and, you know, you cook for me. And she got triggered. And I was, she was like, well, you want me to cook for you? I was like, yeah. And she goes like, um, no. And it's like, no, I would never do that. I'll never cook for a guy. I was like, what? And she's like, I'm like, why? And she was like, oh, um, I was like, no, I don't do that. And it's like, because when I grew up, I cooked for my dad. And because and, she didn't grow up with her dad, but she right. said when she would go over, like she would cook for him and that he was ungrateful for it. Yeah. And then, I, and, then I, and then I was understanding and I told her, hey, well, guess what? I grew up and, and when I hear about someone cooking for me, it reminds me of, you know, growing up with a single mom who, who cooked for me. And, and that was something... If 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 I dare say it, that was my love language, you know, right, like right, right, right. You know, you so, understood so that. What her trauma was, yeah, her trauma was like, in other words, what I thought was a good thing to do. But I I, I was understanding when she brought up the fact that her dad had treated her right. a certain way, and I told her I was like, too. no, this, yeah, and I was telling him this has nothing to do with a girl cooking in a kitchen. I was like, I will cook for you and not think anything of it, right. So, you know, it, yeah. it, you know, I understand that you have to be understanding, you know. Yeah, no. And that's the that's the whole point though too is that like it's okay to be understanding. And I think that men a lot of times think that they shouldn't. And not think that they shouldn't, right? But just think that like 
you have to be this way or you have to be strong. And if she's not, if she just don't get it, she don't get it. And some to to a degree, that's I understand that, but it's God's love also is, as a matter of fact, a part of God's love is not just speaking the truth, but understanding. And because God understands, he knows when to speak the truth. He knows when to do certain things according to what is the proper thing for us. So um, I agree. Just that understanding doesn't mean that she's just feminist, that girl you're talking about. doesn't mean she's yeah, just feminist because yeah. she doesn't want to cook. It's that there's some context there. There's some there's these false ties there that may need to be unraveled a little bit, but I think it's respectable um, that you just took the time to understand. Doesn't mean you got to be with her, but the fact that you took the time to understand that, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, completely. I understood where she was coming from, and I could tell like we would go play pool, same girl, and I and I'll be you know kicking her ass, and she'll be like. Should we get him mad? And I, and I could tell it was just like, I hate losing to guys. And I could see it was something there, you know, but I just kind of put it to the side. I was like, I understand. Like, I understand this. It's not a big deal to me. Like, right. Right. And then there's and a, I, I also, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say really quick, cause I got to keep the, I'm running out of time here. So I got to keep it, uh, uh, moving here. But I want to say too, is that you'll also get to a point where you start to realize that, okay, well, um, if now I'm doing too much and if you feel like you're doing too much to try to like work with the person and be under, then you'll know naturally you'll know like, okay, well this is not <laughs> yeah. going to work. You know what I mean? It's like, we, right, don't, yeah. we don't take things too far, but we yeah. still know what, what is important. So thank you. Great yeah. for, for calling me, call me again. Um, and, uh, you always have some, uh, some good <laughs> input. So thank you, man. For sure, bro. Keep it up, bro. Good work. All right. Thank you. <sighs> Nina. I got to take Nina because it's a female, and I want to get a female's perspective and see what she thinks in all honesty. So I got to take Nina, and then we'll go from there. Nina, I, I don't have too much long here, but um, you're on the show. Welcome to the – you're on the air. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? What's up? So, how's it going? Um, I completely disagree with the, right with the last caller who said I think oh. it has, you know, love language is trauma. And I think everybody has preferences. Like, some people like savory, some people like sweet. Um, now, if you, let's say we were dating, if you were to buy me gifts every week and you're like, man, Nina's just not responding, you know, she's, I get her gifts and, and I feel proud because I love it when she gives me gifts but I'm not responding in a way it's because it's not my love language. Maybe I like quality time. It's not the monetary things that, that make me feel like you care about me. It's the time that you set aside to show me that you care about me. I don't think love languages has anything to do with trauma. I think it's just people's preferences and how they feel loved. I like, I'm also an outdoor person. I don't want to spend a day inside in the house, cuddled up, um, does it have to do with my love languages? Probably not, but I do. Yeah. Everybody has preferences. And I think when it comes to love and how you feel love, it, it, it's a certain kind of um, communication. So I think that it's important. And, and the, the biggest thing that I would like to say is that you have to know yourself before you ask somebody else to get to know you. 
So if you don't know yeah. your own love language, if you think like, oh, I love it when he buys me flowers, but that's just, that's, that's not true. You just like flowers. You could buy yourself flowers, but that's not true to like, oh, when I'm down, if he buys me flowers, it doesn't really pick me up. Then that might not be your love language. You just might be caught up in popular culture and, you know, what men and women gender roles are supposed to kind of happen. Um, I think it's very important for couples before you jump into dating is to figure out what you really like, what you, what what makes you smile. Um, and I think that's what love language is, is about knowing yourself um, and knowing what things are your preferences. And it could be quality time. Like, yeah. Well, I let me get to it. Uh, not to, I got to cut yeah, you go off ahead, there. Because um, of time here, but... Um, well, one thing I don't want to get confused is I totally understand what you're saying, but I think one thing I don't want to get confused is interest versus actual love, right? Because I don't think that getting gifts or receiving flowers or, or quality time, those are things that that we may like or that we're interested in, but I don't think that those are acts of love, you know what I mean? I think that also you said that the way we feel love, I, I think that is the that is the the biggest trick that is set up um, for people is that wanting to feel something. Right. And um, I don't think that quality time and those things are wrong. Getting gifts and stuff here and there is wrong, but it shouldn't be identified as love or it shouldn't even be important. I think real love is doing right by the person. And real love is is being right, and it doesn't always come in the actually it never comes in the form of things, right? But if you like certain things like quality time or gifts, then cool. But I I don't think that we should base our lives around that. We should actually focus on um, not allowing those things to be too important, because then you will get caught up in that if those things aren't given to you. Um, as you see, you want them. Does that make sense or no? Yeah, true. I, I, I still disagree because okay. let's say, um, so, so personally, my, one of my love languages is quality time. Okay. Um, so if, if my husband is busy, I am married. I've been married for eight years. Yeah. Um, if my husband is busy um, and he buys me flowers, that's thoughtless. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to do anything to buy. Anybody off the street can buy me flowers. You know what I'm saying? But, but why do you? Um, but why do you think that? Um, why do you think that you need to be bought flowers? Would you not think no, that I your pre- I, husband? I, but would you not think that your husband appreciates you just as much, even if he doesn't buy you flowers? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I think you misunderstood. His okay. one of his love languages is gifts. So he oftentimes gives me gifts because that's his love language. He loves it when I buy him gifts. But for me, it, it makes me feel special when you set aside time to spend with me. That makes me feel like I'm a priority. You get what I'm okay. saying? Okay. I see so what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think for different people, it's not necessarily the monetary. It's yeah. just, hey, you know me as a person. Yeah. You know what I like. And because you know what I like, you do things specifically geared to me and what I like. And that shows me that you love me. Does that make sense? I understand what you're saying. I, I do. I totally understand what you're saying. But I also want to tie to that is that it shouldn't ever be a need, though. It should never be a need. 
because if it's a need and when the need is not met, then it feels like it's not love and that's not the case. Like those are, it's nice to get those things and it's nice like, oh, okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. But it shouldn't be like engraved in you as a belief that, oh, I, I, appre- I love these things. I need these things or these things make me feel good. We shouldn't have that standard because it's not grounded in anything. It's just grounded in, in feelings. And like I said, I'm not disagreeing that it's not okay, that you shouldn't do it. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't define worth or love based off of those things. But I do have to move. I hate to cut you off because I know we were just yeah, getting no into problem. it, but this I got to end. Yeah, great, great, great. This is the first time I've tuned in, so great. Keep doing what you're doing. You're uh, sparking and evoking um, good thought and conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Nina. I appreciate it. Call me again. Right on. Um, But she seemed nice, and I wanted to get into it a little bit more about it, but um, I I just out of time here. But let me just say this, and I got to end. Sorry, callers. I got to end the show, but that I think that, let me just get to this last part, is that um, every at the end of the day, everybody is just seeking love, real love, but not everybody knows what that means, right? So because we don't know, we look for all these other things that we think is love, right? Gifts, hugs, all that stuff. And it's not like those things are nice, but that's not love, right? And we all want love. And um, there's two ways that God has set it up. God has set it up in a, in a way for uh, um, um, not even two ways. It's just doing right, in my opinion, doing right by people at all moment. And if you focus on yourself and you get to know yourself and you really are like discovering the truth within you, right, then you start to realize that all these things don't even matter, right? What matters is doing what's in front of you to do. What matters is um, learning how to overcome taking things personal. What matters is uh, having understanding in your heart, right? And you gain understanding by getting to know yourself. And when you know yourself and as you learn yourself, you, you, you learn what, what people like and dislike. And then you learn how to deal with it there. But all people um, just want love, Right? but true love, God's love that has no emotion, that has no feelings, and it's just a light. You do things based off of what you see to do. So if you see for whatever reason to get a gift here, then cool, that person will appreciate it. But everybody shouldn't expect these things because that's my love language. No, right? You should be able to see that your husband's a good husband. And I'm not speaking to Nina specifically. I'm just saying in general. You should see that your husband's a good husband. You should see that your wife is a good wife. And that's it. And that love, seeing that and knowing that should be enough. And when each person knows that, you guys both know that, naturally you'll do the the icing on the cake stuff. Right? But the foundation and the root of love is the light, understanding, insight. And that can only come from God. I got to end. I had to make that last point. Sorry, Nick, because Nick is coming in. American Anchor Baby is coming in right now. I got to end the show. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, what a great, that was fun. That was a fun way to end the Tuesday. Thank you guys for tuning in, chat, Instagram. Um, I'm back tomorrow for another episode. We'll see what the topic is. We'll see what happens. Send me some topics in the DM. Send me a message of some topics you want me to cover, and if it makes sense, I'll, I'll get to it. I got to go. Follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV. Subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Until next time, bye. See you tomorrow.